0: WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. That's WonderfulPistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1700. Muscle Tension Are You Standing in Your Own Way? by Kate Galliott of FitForRealLife.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik, reading you some of the most popular health and fitness blogs out there, with permission from the websites and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now, don't forget, we have a bunch of shows where we narrate articles for you. Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this to find all of them. And with that, let's get right to today's post and continue optimizing your life. Muscle Tension, Are You Standing in Your Own Way? By Kate Galliott of fitforreallife.com I don't always have an easygoing relationship with my body and my fitness routine. That's putting it nicely. And I could feel the effects of my choices. Tension everywhere in my body. Recurring aches and pains. Feeling like my back muscles were perpetually as tight as a guitar string. Fatigue that never seemed to dissipate. A constant whisper that whatever I did wasn't enough. I was trying really hard, forcing myself to tick all the boxes on the fitness checklist and use high-tension movement strategies. This led to overuse injuries, chronic muscle tightness, fatigue, stress and lackluster results. If your experiences with fitness sound familiar, listen on. I'll teach you why this happens and what you can do about it. Why do I feel stiff no matter how much I work out? Tension is not just feeling tense, like when you're stressed about work or school. Tension is also referring to the state of your soft tissue perpetually holding excessive tone or tightness in it. Soft tissue was not meant to be held in an ongoing state of greater tone than is necessary for doing the task at hand. A high tension movement strategy is signified by having excessive muscular tone, think tightness and tension, and contraction. These are used during the movement, but also are noticeable at rest, like holding tension, even when just sitting. High tension movers also have an inability to move slowly. They have difficulty relaxing, and they tend to have one setting, on. Think of a cat. When the cat is stalking a bug or a mouse or its toy, picture how it walks as it stalks the prey. Now imagine the cat when it's lounging in the mid-afternoon sun. Is the cat lounging in the sun, carrying the same tension as the cat stalking the prey? No, it's not. If you spend your entire life walking around like you're stalking prey, your body is going to be affected. When you use high-tension strategies for movement and exercise, you ramp up your sympathetic nervous system, which is your fight-or-flight response that the nervous system engages in when trouble is afoot. Having your sympathetic nervous system ramped up long-term contributes to muscle rigidity, feelings of stress, stress chemicals perpetually flushing the body, and decreased ability to self-regulate, meaning handle emotions and states of being. This is what also happens when you're experiencing a high-stress lifestyle. And if you're experiencing both a high-stress lifestyle and you're engaging high-tension strategies in your workouts, that's going to be tough for your body to make any headway against. How focusing on good form can impact how your body feels. When you're told that you must get from point A to point B, and you absolutely must take path X to get there, as is the case in much of fitness instruction, you diminish your nervous system's ability to develop its own movement variability. A better solution than saying, this is how this exercise must be done, would be to give a set of guidelines to work with, and then let the person explore the movement while being mindful of the guidelines. Without movement variability, your injury risk goes up for both overuse injury and seemingly random injuries from moving wrong. In the case of overuse injuries, a lack of movement variability means you rely on just a few tissues repeatedly instead of spreading the workout over many tissues. In the case of random injuries, since you lack movement variability, your body wasn't ready to handle the slightly different organization of tissues and joints that occurred just prior to the injury happening. How do I get rid of my tension? By now you may be thinking that you should never use tension ever because it's a horrible monster. Don't let the pendulum swing away like that. There's a happy medium to be found here. Tension is sneaky because you so rarely realize how much of it you're using. You become accustomed to holding low-level tension in your body for your entire workout and throughout your day. And in fact, you become so accustomed to it that not holding that tension would feel weird at first, like you aren't trying hard enough. The goal is to become someone capable of using varying degrees of tension based on the current situation you find yourself in. In other words, be adaptable. Start to become aware. Begin to notice yourself as you go through your workout and your day. You may not be able to notice your tension yet, but you can start to notice your breath. See if you can notice when you've been holding your breath slightly. You'll be surprised at just how often you aren't fully exhaling or inhaling during your day. Once you notice, you'll exhale. This is an excellent first step to letting go of unnecessary tension in your soft tissue. It also supports the parasympathetic nervous system, your rest and digest system, which helps ease feelings of stress, reduces muscle rigidity, and reduces stress chemicals in your body. Movement and fitness are not wars to be won. Giving effort is doing enough work and not more. It's listening to your body's responses and adjusting accordingly. It's trusting in the work you've put in already, and it's patience that the journey is progressing in a timely and appropriate manner. You just listened to the post titled, Muscle Tension, Are You Standing in Your Own Way? by Kate Galliott a fitforreallife.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform Dr. Neil here for my commentary. So, I've made the mistake of overusing the same group of muscles, which then led to another quote-unquote random back strain. Now, this happened a while ago, meaning before I knew all that I know now. Here's what I did wrong. Earlier in the day, I spent about 45 minutes working out my abs, chest, lower back, and hamstrings. Basically, what's often referred to as the core muscles. So, After thoroughly working my core, I then thought it was a good idea to move some boxes around. Guess what muscles we use when lifting and moving boxes around? Yep, you guessed it. Those same core muscles. The abs, chest, lower back, and hamstrings. Well, in my case, those muscles were already taxed. They were fatigued before I started moving anything. So now when I went to lift a box, a box that probably weighed no more than 10 pounds, I immediately strained my back. And it wasn't one of those strains where you stop, stand up, and go, ooh, that didn't feel quite right. It was one of those strains that seems to immediately paralyze you and takes your breath away. It's one of those where you want to drop to the floor because it hurts so badly. Luckily, I didn't drop the box on my feet or anything. I could muster enough leftover strength to put it down safely, but that was it. After that, I couldn't walk, I couldn't move or even breathe without feeling searing pain in my back. Eventually, I had to get an injection just to relieve the pain and reduce the inflammation. So for me, lesson learned. And for you, take it from me. Overuse injuries are real. All right, sorry to leave on a not-so-positive note, but again, I did learn a lot from that experience, so that'll do it for today. I'll be back here tomorrow for our usual Friday Q&A, so definitely stay tuned for that